Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, when we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do I get the show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, best of all, how do we like to make money off this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to, your po- to podcast right away. In fact, that's what we're doing right now by reading this ad. You know, I like to listen to, to my scary podcast during the week while I'm at work. And man, let me tell you, it just gets me in an extra zone so I can keep working all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. continuation of last week's episode where we talked about LeBron, whether he's the GOAT or not, and uh, I got read the riot act for choosing him to be the GOAT, obviously, because um, that's just the way things work nowadays with these Jordan fans and their hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. I see how it is. Just, did we hurt your little feelers, too? Oh, absolutely. You know, I flopped all over the place. What can I say? That's why, so you did learn a lot from LeBron, <laughs> I guess. But no, so we are back again. Uh, we are coming at you with our top 10 all-time players list. Um, in the so NBA. In the NBA, yeah, in the NBA. In case it uh, wasn't obvious. Uh, you know, so obviously we can expect guys like Greg Ostertag, Jeff Hornacek, you know, Bobby Brown. And obviously I'm kidding. Uh, we are going to have much better names than that. But Ohio's oh. finest, Greg Oden. I just changed my list real quick. <laughs> what was that, sorry? So I changed my list real quick, so I'm not supposed to have those names on there. Oh, oh whoops. Well. So Devin here is, uh, is obviously forgot the memo that we are doing actual top tens, not joking top tens. So we're going to give a few minutes to fix his meme list really quick. <laughs> but that does bring us, Devin is again returning to the episode for this. Um, you know, if you haven't listened to any of our previous episodes, we do like to bring guests on too, especially NBA stuff. Devin is, you know, we love to have him on for our NBA talks. and He's the Chris Boussard of high-low, basically. Well, that's be giving credit to Chris Broussard, so I, I give Devin more credit than Chris Broussard. You had to pick something. I mean, like, there's only so many to choose from, so you pick the yeah. you pick the worst of a bad situation. What's the little chubby one who's friends with LeBron? Oh, Brian Windhorst. Yeah, but that doesn't count. He just, Devin's like the Brian Windhorst, but well, he, not as chubby or as little, or didn't kind of grow up in LeBron's nursery from grade school all the way with him. Yeah, okay, you're way better than Brian Windhorst. I'm sorry, Brian. Can we just move forward now? You're making this worse. <laughs> Devin, take it away. Your top yeah, 10 list. Devin, what, is, uh, what is your top 10 list? Give us, give us your number 10. And I apologize. He just insulted you like that. Yeah. So Unless you want to make his money. 
um, give reasons or just just a list? Uh, go and do. We'll go by the list and give the reasons. So we'll start at ten and tell us why you put him there. Okay. So I got uh, go Oscar Robinson. Um, Spock's triple double machine, original triple double machine, actual triple double. Machine. Um, the the not what? stat patty triple double machine. Yeah, <laughs> but not when it was cool. Uh, triple double guy. Um, I had him at number ten. Okay, um, I see Big O at ten. I, little, I like it. Yeah. Little low hanging fruit there, but you know, no big deal. I mean, I don't know. I was, was really hard. I had, <laughs> I had him on my list, and then I I had Chef Curry right next to it, and okay. I couldn't decide who I wanted. Going with Oscar, I had to think about it for quite a quite a while. I think Oscar just what he did, um, kind of like what we went back to. I think Oscar in his front, he just made his team better. So you almost yeah. have like Steph Curry as your like honorable mention, basically, is what it sounds like. And with yeah. his career Steph going, Curry's he's probably going to take that spot anyway at some point. Yeah. Okay, I but see. I just think what Oscar did was deserving of the tenth spot. I can respect it. I can respect it. Okay, so who do you have at number nine? Okay. Number nine, I got Tim Duncan, Fundamentals. Um, he just wins. He's good. I played for 19 seasons. It was always good. I mean, was able to step back when he needed to do it. Uh, he was yeah, monster in college, monster. Part of the Twin Towers. Hmm. Such a good Spurs team. Spurs dynasty. Um, yeah, kind of made that dynasty through this LeBron James era, was still able to get his and just be one of those uh, top players. He was the ultimate guy that could transform his game however needed, whether it's a power forward with the Twin Towers or at center in the smaller ball era. When Tony Parker was going off against the Cavs for 30 a game, he's like, you know what you do, you? I will protect the rim and I will get my 20 and 10. You go get your 30. I don't need to score 40. Randomly step outside to hit a game-winning three-pointer and his only three-pointer at that point in time in his career. Dirtiest mid-range, fundamentally as sound as it gets. The opposite of like a Dwight Howard who is so physically gifted and just dominated. Tim Duncan's just like, eh, I'm tall, but look at this game. Uh, then my game talk, and just, I wear my big baggy pants from old Navy. <laughs> he just he, had really good basketball skills. And another, like you. another guy we were so fortunate to get to see in his prime in his heyday through his whole career. Absolutely. I love that pick. I, I, I like Duncan in the top ten. Probably one of the most disrespected athletes into how little he's ever been talked about in okay. being one of the greatest. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he made a, di- a dynasty during yeah. that. Shaq and Lakers, Shaq and Kobe, LeBron. Like, I mean, there are so many people that we talked about that played at the same time, and he won. Still got rings. Never missed a playoff. Never missed the playoffs in his whole career either. The ultimate – we talk about Bill Russell's the ultimate winner. Tim Duncan, that might be the ultimate winner too when you think about the actual competition too. Yeah, I mean, Bill Russell beat a bunch yeah. of... He beat me, basically, back in the day. I mean, congratulations. <laughs> he beat, beat those old guys yeah. we, we see at the Y that we talked about last episode. We don't talk about those guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then number eight, I got Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, just, just such... He had so many skills. I mean, what he could do in the post is just so dirty. Um, the dream. You know, one of the greatest centers of all time. The dream, enough said. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the dream. Um, any, do we want? Do you have any any comments? You know, just the dream. I'll talk more about Keem because we'll probably talk about Keem a little bit later. We won't do too many comments, otherwise we'll get to do all the explaining on your list, and our list will just be one through ten. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just gonna yeah. say I I like the pick, but uh, yeah, I think he's a little. We're just gonna let go ahead, Devin. Move on to your next one. Kelsey's forbidden from yeah. talking for basketball right this moment. Yeah. Um. Number seven, uh, the winner, Bill Russell. Okay. Uh, he uh, played for 13 years in the NBA. He won 11 championships in those 13 years. I, he had to be on the list. It's insane. Like, yeah, he didn't. His competition wasn't great, but I mean, he still played play against Will Chamberlain. He did also. He was a um, player coach for at least one or two of those two. I guess. I mean. Do those count? Was, as, yeah. Does that count as two rings or just one? Just curious, like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like don't ask somebody from Alabama that question. They're going to tell you it counts as seven. Okay. Wow! Just let the just let the saving hate flow through you. Sorry, it's the, dude, the only chance I have to make a saving joke or a Trump joke. Today. The man just survived yeah. a COVID nineteen, and now you're just. Uh, <laughs> I say survived as if he's really in danger of it, but 
I digress. <laughs> but yeah, no, Bill Russell is just one of those guys. I thought he deserved it. Um, he's a really interesting guy. I read a couple books on him, and I just thought, yeah, just what he did. 11 rings, 13 years, that will never, no one will ever do that again. That is literally impossible. Pretty, I don't see anyone getting close anytime soon. Until you look at how his skill set was compared to the rest of the league. Oh, he was, yeah, one of the greatest defensive players, the greatest defensive player of that era. It was insane. It was bigger, quicker, not quicker, Wilt Chamberlain was a freak. Um, then number six, I got Larry Bird. Um, yeah, what he did with a, the, a man after Indiana's his heart itself. Midwest oh, finest. <laughs> I, I feel like I got a lot of Midwest on my team right now. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I've got number five, good old Shaquille. So real. Okay, the big Aristotle. Um, the most nicknames for an NBA player of all time, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> not even close, yeah. Um, just for me, there was like four years he was the most dominant player in basketball as a big man. Literally could not stop him. I presume you're talking about those Lakers uh, four years too, right? I don't know. Those Celtics four years were pretty something on the ground were pretty great. That Cleveland four years, man. I don't know. That Suns three pointer he hit once. <laughs> he could barely make it up the court for the Suns. God, I hit more people with my car than he has three pointers. He hit more people in the front row than he hit three pointers. Twelve threes career. He has more than another person on my list. Oh, well, all right. Okay, now I've got my, my um, Mount Rushmore of basketball, you could call. Dun, dun, dun. Um, uh, number four, I've got good old Magic Johnson. Wait, Shaq was number five? Um, yeah. Oh, Shaq was five. Why aren't you listening? <laughs> I thought he was six. I'm sorry. This I forgot. This is why you were banished from talking. All right, my bad. My bad. <laughs> no, so now, yeah, I'm on my Mount Rushmore, my top four. Uh, Magic, Johnson. Um, yeah, you just, showtime. Magic, that's um, magic, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then number three, he's only made one three-pointer in his entire career, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it was a skyhook uh, three-pointer. Yeah, probably was. <laughs> um, I haven't checked the tape. But, um, and like what he did, the skyhook, I mean, it is literally the most unblockable shot, like, ever. It's ridiculous. Because he hasn't he faced this defense do. by me yet. I mean, when, you, when you're, when you like, seven foot tall to begin with, and then your sky oh, hook yeah. is seven feet but, extra tall I mean, because you jump three feet in the air and your arm's three feet long yeah. and your ball's another foot up. Like, the dude's already yeah. at 15 feet. He has to just <laughs> drop it. It's like playing yeah. pong with your but elbows. I mean, way too damn far. In the yeah, way. look, house rule, like, elbow, <laughs> elbow every time he throws it. I'm elbow, man. Mm-mm. Anyway, sorry. Um, but I, I digress. A little college, yeah, a little college PTSD over there. Yeah. Uh, he's he's score just on just about anybody. I mean, he had the longevity. He played for twenty years. Um. And then uh, LeBron James. I feel like there was enough said in our last episode. Yeah, we don't need to spend too much time on that one. I think and we kind of locked that one down. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear more. No, I'm just kidding. If you, if you want to know more of my reasoning, you could watch the. Said. Yeah, see, he's got you. He's not taking. Whoa, it. are you a professional podcaster, sir? <laughs> so I think we've found our new <laughs> co-host to go along with DJ. We'll call this the DJ and Debbie Show, featuring Kelsey. <laughs> I'm going to sit with the dog then. Screw you guys. Dog doesn't even want to sit with you. Yeah, no. All right, and I'm guessing that puts Michael oh, yeah. at number one. If I heard that correctly. Yeah, Michael Jordan, number one. Pretty Wizards, Michael Jordan. To be exact, though, I want oh. that forty-year-old on my team. Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're not talking. You're not talking Michael B. Jordan, right? Part of half of orange juice. Get that fresh squeeze. God, that was terrible. Uh. You gotta, you gotta have, yeah, fresh squeeze, man. You're so good. <laughs> in, case, in case nobody knows what we're talking about, it's a two K reference to yeah, Michael B. Jordan's character. Yeah, that was awful, and I carried that son of a gun to the final. So don't even talk about him as far on this top ten list. I carried him. One of the best actors in our day and age. Anyways, I digress. That's true. That's Something about the name Michael Jordan just makes you a great, just literally emanates greatness. Yeah, there's plenty of others that have not, but I get what you're saying. All right, so, you know, since you guys always have the same list, DJ, I'm going to let you go ahead, um, give you your top ten. I just... Well, Devin and I have never had the same list. You're talking about Brandon who copies my list for football, but okay. Look, at this point in time, I'm just going to assume everybody has the same list as you because... 
I just never know. People like people like to follow greatness. Well, greatness or great minds think alike. Which is why no one thinks like you, Blitzer. Yeah, I got nothing. I got, I got, you know, you're right. Nobody does think like me because, well, I'm, I'm one and the same. I'm going to go wash the blood off my hands right now after that one and continue on with this list. Look, I got some aloe I'm rubbing on right now. It's, it's a little painful. So at number 10, I don't know if he's really the best player necessarily. I don't. I think there's plenty more players better than him, but his resume speaks for itself. I got Bill Russell. A lot of the same reasons Devin said. Great. Are the greatest winner ever by when you look at his resume. 11 rings, one of the best defensive players. Even though he's only like six foot nine, he's probably not guarding a lot of the centers we saw later in life. He's probably more Draymond Green than a lot of these other guys, but you can't, you can't really control much else. And when you get the results, you get the results. So giving him credit where credit is due for the results he got. I mean, he was the tallest person in the league at the time, not named Will. I mean, there was a few other guys that, yeah. that were like seven feet. But. <laughs> but I... And the rest of them were all unathletic white guys who couldn't jump over a phone book. Which is why he's barely cracking the top ten. <laughs> to me, he started as number one when he retired and then immediately started falling down the top ten. Yeah, well, that's just your Celtic hate going through you, but okay. Yeah, okay, that's not. That's also true. <laughs> number nine, I have the big O, Oscar Robertson, the true triple-double machine. One of the original point guards that made everybody better distributing, rebounding, mid-range shooting, attacking the basket. He could shoot before shooting was kind of cool, if you think about it, because they didn't have the three-point shot early in his career. Yet he could still kind of stretch the floor with mid-range shots, turn around post-ups. I mean, his mid-range shots were three-point shots. That's what honest. I'm saying. Like that, he stretched the court similar to what point guards do with three-pointers nowadays. He just did them in the mid-range. Number eight, often disrespected. Might even be disrespected here, but I got Tim Duncan at number eight. The quintessential winner of the 2000s, like you could kind of see a theme here so far. Great players are winning here. I think no, no. exactly my point. He's six and two in the finals, like I believe. Is what was that? So I feel like I'm hearing my list again. No, well, no, there's a little bit of difference. I mean, you'd kind of flip the order around a little bit, but fair enough. You got it wrong, is what he's saying. <laughs> you had the you you had the right pieces. You just didn't put the puzzle together. So, so basically, Tim Duncan. I got, I got a ship. You got a boat. Up on a yacht. <laughs> I'm going to take my little dinghy out the other way, guys. See ya. So, no, DJ? No. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> Tim Duncan, 6-1, and one, I believe, in the finals, if I'm not mistaken. The only loss was 20, in 2013 to LeBron James in the Heat in seven games, and that was the best LeBron James, in my opinion, in his career, arguably, as far as all-around game. Should have been the first unanimous MVP. Should have been Defense Player of the Year. The whole enchilada. And Tim Duncan was a bunny and a Ray Allen three-pointer away from winning the from winning a championship. I mean, un- mm-hmm. bunny. Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> from basically being undefeated in the finals and probably catapults him up this list like three more spots. He is able to step back when needed and let Kawhi, I would say, take over. But he really didn't take over in that finals because it was just the entire everybody destroyed the Heat that year. He was able to let Tony Parker step in. He's he's just he's the old, he's fantastic. There's not a lot you say. Never miss the playoffs. He's amazing. Seven, the only the guy that can only guy that was arguably better than him during most of his tenure, in my opinion, was Kobe Bryant. They had a they came in around the same time, absolutely dominant through their entire careers. I think Kobe was a little better, in my opinion, the best individual scorer of all time. I think the disrespect that he could do more than he could do just about he could do everything that everyone else can do. Basically, there's obviously other guys you can make your opinion. There's Guys are going to pass him, but he can shoot the three better than a lot of people that slash. His mid-range turnaround game was second to none. He, do we ever forget about the dunk contest winning Kobe at 18 years old? No, no, I'm saying you're disrespecting Kobe right now. By saying he's one of the two or one of the best. I have him as the best scorer of all time. Oh, I mean, that, that's fine. You're li- I mean, you mean having seven? Him, seven? I mean, okay, well, we haven't even seen who's seven of them yet, but okay, but. I'm just saying, I mean, for a Kobe lover, that for seven seems a little painful. I just love greatness. I'm sorry. I don't, like, I don't, I don't love Kobe. Kobe that much, but uh, you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Go ahead. You hate Kobe. I really did not like Kobe in his playing career. And on top of that, he was one of the best defenders of the era as well, too. Not a whole lot much more needs to be said. More Num- will be said about Kobe. <laughs> Number six, by the slimmest of margins, I gave Magic Johnson the edge. This one, he only really got the edge because he... Because he went to more finals, really. I have him basically tied dead equal. I had to give a tiebreaker somewhere. Magic went to more finals, and he was basically the man from the get-go. 
I know James Worthy got a Finals MVP later, but basically that first one with Magic, he scores 42 and Kareem's out, established it right away. Kobe, while he was, if it wasn't for Shaq being an unstoppable monster for three years, Shaq, he, Kobe probably has another Finals MVP or two. He played well enough to earn them, really. It's hard when you're competing with one of the best Finals performances ever, like in 2001 when Shaq averages 38, 18, and six blocks or whatever it was. And then you're just over there with your measly 28 points and six rebounds and six assists. Measly. You casual self over there, you role player. Casual number eight, Kobe Bryant. I have him at seven, man. I basically no, no, just his jersey. Oh, uh, well, he had number eight, but okay. That's what I said, number eight. Oh, I thought you said seven for some reason. That's the number on his, on your list. What are you doing to me here, guy? Trying to trying to figure out what's going on here because you keep interrupting me. I'm sorry. I just can't believe the disrespect you're showing Kobe right now. How dare I have him as a top seven player of all time? How clearly. dare you? Number five, I gave it to Larry Bird, another one by a slim margin over those other two. He was one of the original scoring players that did it from the outside. He was kind of shooting before shooting was a thing as well. Three-point shots before anyone attempted more than two three-pointers a game. Mid-range shot, I mean, he walks in there like, so who was, who's taking second place? He pointed, he called a shot, he pointed to the spot on the, on the court and drained it. When he missed a shot, it was like, oh, my God, is he sick? Does he have COVID-1987? Like, what? 1875. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I knew Kareem was old, but damn. I said Larry, not even Kareem. Oh, sorry, Larry, my bad. Clearly, we need to all stay on the same page here, but. <sighs> sorry, in my head, I'm thinking Kareem, my bad. You talk about Kareem and Magic. and Basically, Larry is the 25-point-a-game guy, 10 rebounds as a small forward, too, in an era filled with centers and true power forwards. He still pulled 10 rebounds. And six, seven assists, and that doesn't even tell the story when you watch Larry Bird play. He has a passing gift that we talk about people like LeBron and Magic Johnson. Larry could do it, too. He just didn't do it as often because he wasn't a point guard or a primary ball handler. And I still think he was arguably not the best passer that era because Magic Johnson, but... He was pretty close. I mean, I just think about him standing, getting a rebound, and just sitting here like, oh, which which hand am I going to pass it with? And just fooling the defense just because he's just... Smarter than everybody, literally just like smarter than everybody else in quicker hands. Just like, where am I going? Arguably the top three smartest player of all time. Just most yeah. crafty, arguably too. Like, there's too many things he's arguably in that top three list of all time that I had to keep him. At. I had to put him at number five. Even though Magic Johnson's resume is probably Mac Talkers too. Probably the best to Mac Talker, honestly. I mean, most creative too. Even as a GM, he's a great smack-talker. <laughs> I, I know Magic had a slightly better resume. Same with Kobe, probably a slightly better resume too. But I think when you factor in those other miscellaneous intangibles when we talk about this top ten list, because all of these guys we talked about in the LeBron and Michael episode, they're all like 95-plus if we grade them out. So unless you don't have them on your top ten, which is just ridiculous, but I don't think we'll have to worry about that. So fourth, three, and two. with me. Four, three, and two, I have them in – very, very equal. So at number four, I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Same reasons Devin said, the all-time leading scorer for now. Skyhook, fantastic. Not well, that needs to be more said. Best offensive center we've ever seen, probably. Number three, slightly ahead of him, I have Akeem Olajuwon, the second best offensive center we've probably ever seen. The Dream Shake, he dominated the golden era of centers. Shaq, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, all of them even said he was the man. And he basically had four moves, and then he had four counters per move. As, as Shaq described it, and he's top 10 in blocks and steals as a center. So, And he's in the top 10-ish area for rebounds, if I'm not mistaken, too. He's the quintessential do-everything center, and basically when he got to the finals, he absolutely cooked Shaq, and he absolutely cooked Patrick Ewing. He would cook David Robinson. He beat the golden era of centers, basically. The only person he didn't really beat was Kareem. And they, when he was a pup in the early 80s and late, late Kareem and early Hakeem, they were pretty dead even, too, for the most part. So I'm giving Hakeem the edge over Kareem by a slight margin just because the second-best offensive center probably and the second-best defensive center behind Akembe Mutombo, I think that warrants a little respect. Then LeBron and Ma- and Michael, we already kind of talked about them specifically. Michael at two. Michael at one, LeBron at two. So. Wait, whoa. <laughs> Can we rewind that? Can we go with what he first said? Yes, so Michael at one, LeBron at two. Clearly, I just <laughs> spoke a little ahead of myself. But clearly you're reaching because even you didn't believe yourself last week. But Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. My list hasn't changed. I stand by what I said. So uh, basically recapping Michael at one, LeBron at two, Hakeem at three, Kareem at four, Larry at five, Magic at six, Kobe at seven, Tim Duncan at eight, Oscar at nine, Bill Russell at ten. And basically the honorable mention was at Shaq as number 11. Only reason he really wasn't higher is he didn't have quite enough dominant years. He had a lot of really good years, but 
he had those three or four really dominant years that Devin mentioned where he was absolutely unstoppable. But then the rest of his career was kind of barred by underachievement a little bit, unfortunately. He could have had such a better career if he just took the game a little more seriously. So that's where I stand on it. Kelsey, you've been complaining about our list this whole time. Let's hear your absolute goldmine. Yeah, let me let me tell you guys some 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 facts here soon. Oh, here we go. And by facts, I mean some personal opinion, and in which case I'm going to lead my way to believe it's facts because, well, hey, I'm just like the organization in, in, in charge today. All right, whatever you say, Dan Gilbert. <laughs> facts don't matter. I apologize to everybody about what's about to happen. So number 10, I think we all kind of agree this man is criminally underrated and – uh, you know, honestly, given given the talent that he showed and, and how he spanned decades of talent, Tim Duncan, um, I mean, number 10, I felt bad putting him at number 10. I really did. Uh, but there's a reason I have him at number 10. And, well, that's just because... Because you're criminally underrating him? Criminally underrating <laughs> him. I figure I might as well keep up the theme with his career and just... He's, well, he, he's the reason most of us even know about the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, so, so basically, you're just going to kind of stay on brand and keep him as own. Okay. And also, most of us even know about Wake Forest University having a basketball team is because of Tim Duncan. Chris Paul went to Wake Forest University. Okay. Nobody needs to know. Everybody already knows, but go ahead and continue. <laughs> uh, number nine. Uh, Tim Duncan also does custom cars now. See, he gets it. Wow. All right. That's actually. In, I mean. That's actually super dope. You might have to up him on your list a little bit, sir. You know, I might have to change my list right now. Okay, so that's number nine. Who's number ten for you now? So, so, no, still number ten is Tim Duncan. Uh, Number nine is a guy who is still playing. Devin, you mentioned him earlier as your honorable mention. Uh, Steph, just what he's done to the game today. You will refer to him as Chef from now on, though. I'll refer to him as Aisha if I have to. Like, I mean, that's not great. He's always cooking, man. Chef Curry. At this point, man, what the dude has done to the game in his short time in the league is outstanding. I mean, it was never so three-point focused, and then he comes in, and once he gets out of Mark Jackson's regime into out of these out of these health injuries, starts playing more with his hips and less with his ankles, you know, you just saw a revolution in his game that was second to none and quite literally led a – well, I don't know if they still can be considered a dynasty, but, I mean, the pieces are still there in Golden State, and it's – Waiting to take a, take advantage of a non-COVID year at this point. I will say shout out to Clay Thompson and Steve Kerr who helped a lot. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. And Kevin Durant for you know, and even Draymond, who I hate a ton. Kevin Durant. Um, but yeah, no, I just think you know his shooting alone is just. I mean, you mentioned Bird shooting threes before people shot threes and calling his shot. Steph has quite literally. He's made he's made <laughs> screw it, just chuck him up. Basically. Yeah, he's made logo shots a thing nowadays that people try because. Why not? Dame doesn't shoot that that logo three pointer to to knock out the uh, Thunder in the playoffs. I don't think if Curry isn't already in the league shooting logo threes to make it a precedence. It's possible. I do know he said I just need to expand my range because he was sick of Drew Holiday pestering the year before. So <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, maybe he does still figure it out too. So he's like, you know what, Drew, if you're going to play this much defense, I'm just going to pull up where you can't touch me. But it just goes to show. I mean, the three point has just become an evolution in the game to the point where you know it's. Number one shot for most people. A contested three is a better shot than a mid-range three for some teams. It Unfortunately, yeah, and it kind so. of makes the basketball game hard to watch. I will say, if Steph had, like, just one of those finals MVPs was his, I think that would help his list a lot. It's just Like, he has the regular season MVP awards. He has the first unanimous, which it shouldn't be the first unanimous. We all kind of agree. Yeah, I mean. He has an insane resume. I couldn't put him. I'm not really disagreeing with anything he said. I'm just saying I couldn't put him higher than those guys because when the finals were there, he's had – He's had other guys kind of take the mantle as the MVP from him. And then the, when you're up losing a 3-1 series in the finals, that has to count against you. You're the only team to do it, and you're the guy. Yeah, and, and I'll say the one thing that I think too. I think the one thing that hurts Steph the most, he definitely had underperformance, but the lack of defense as well. Like that, not, not so much that he can't play defense, but that he is not he can't required guard. to play defense on these guys. Like I'm not going to go ask him to go play defense on Russ because well I know what's going to happen and it's, and it's because of his ankles, you know, it's because of the injury history, he definitely can't guard these guys. But I do think that he's one of those guys that you know, he benefits from the system around him. I mean, I, I do say once he got out of the Mark Jackson regime who just said, "Hey, match up with who you got on match the other up, side." Isolation basically, match up yeah. isolation. Once he got out of that regime and and the Steve Kerr regime came in and they kind of revolutionized the game of the their dribble handoffs and things like that. Moving without the ball, which Steph yeah. is top 2 all-time oh, player to fantastic. move without the ball. And and then on top of that, having Clay across from him, who Clay does everything that they don't want Steph to do. <laughs> yeah, and Draymond. I mean, God, he can cover the number two threat on yeah, the team. Yeah. So, sorry, Devin, you're saying something. 
It's crazy because it's yeah. it's something that's improved with his year with the years in the league. Like he first started out, it was very simple game from him, you know, very crossover friendly. Now you're talking about crossover behind the back, step back, three pointer slash throws it behind the back out of bounds <laughs> in the finals. Like, yeah. like you name it, the dude can do it at this point, and it's kind of reckless, but it's fun to watch. Um, uh, yeah, it's hard. He has so many great accolades. I just at the same time when you're top ten, I have trouble putting there because you can't be like. Go check Dame Lillard's going off. Help us with that. And he can't do that. If anything, Dame's going to go more off on him, more or less. All the other guys in our top list, if someone else on their team's going off, you could send these guys to check them, more or less. Yeah, no, I mean. That's the one yeah. thing that hurt me. Is obviously, Steph's a top 20, 30 player all time. This is why I don't have him in the top 10, basically. And that's just it. Like, he's one of those guys that falls into the category of, do you like shooters or not? And and, and this is, like, not just shooters, but, like, three-point specialist shooters. To the level that he is. He deserves to be up here because he is the greatest all-time at a certain skill. Clearly the best yeah. three-point shooter we've ever seen. I don't think that's really a debate amongst most people. Yeah, but. not even close, I think. But at the same time, I just look at those other things. That's why I don't have him up there. I agree with you guys that yeah. he's that he deserves to be up here, but at the same time. I think yeah. it's I think it's the way he's improved his game as well. Like, I don't get me wrong. I love Ray Allen. I think he was one of the greatest shooters to ever play the game. But I wouldn't have never put Ray Allen in a top ten list. Because he never really changed the game, you know? It wasn't like... He was an off-ball shooter. Yeah. Steph has yeah. also managed to become an on-ball shooter as well as the one of the best off-ball shooters. Exactly. The and ability to get his own shot as a three-point shooter is what made it different. And I agree with you. Like, like I said, I'm not really arguing with yeah. him. I'm saying why I didn't have him since you both more or less did. Yeah, and that's just it. That's why I put him... I don't, honestly, it really did come down to him and Big O right here. Um, I, You know, I, want, I love Oscar Robertson. I loved his game because he was a natural point getter if you, you know he, he didn't get all his stats weren't forced like when russell averaged a triple double your eye test showed you how he got the triple yeah double. we know he, he stab had it a couple of those games couple especially of those games. rebounds <laughs> especially those rebounds steven adams oh, don't yeah. let him get that especially rebound those you. assists too like yeah so i mean you look at that and, and big o deserves a, a, at least a mention on my list he's not there but and that's just because it, it came down to steph and revolutionizing the game versus what Oscar Robertson did in his time, and it's just like... I think if Steph had a finals MVP, I have him a lot higher, too. There's just there's certain check marks for the top ten for me, like we talked about the GOAT thing, yeah. too. So. Love he's, Steph. Our, 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 like our, he never plays again. I almost put Steph on there. I was, like, growing up, everyone was like, oh, I want to be like Mike now. When you're watching people, people are shooting threes. More people are trying to uh, have their game be like Steph Curry, which I think has, has been a reason why I, he was... Closer to that top ten for me is just outside of NBA how he's um, changed basketball. I will say too, like growing up when we threw gar- like pieces of paper in the garbage, we yelled Kobe. Now you're hearing people say Curry and that sort of yeah. thing too. So I mean, we all still say Kobe if we know. That's because we're but, grown. But like, these, <laughs> but yeah, these no, you're, snappers, you're exactly right. Years, but anyway, go ahead. That's enough steps. Well, and I'll, I'll throw one more thing in with Steph because you mentioned off the game how, he, how he's revolutionized game, and I think the one big contribution he's made. We talked about MJ's shoes and LeBron's shoe sales and kind of part, part of why they're goats, um, you know, as that's part of the influence. Well, for you, yeah. I mean, Steph is Steph is a guy who brought a brand that is not known for basketball and made it a shoe. Granted, there was that, you know, nurse's basketball shoe that became a thing, but it helped to improve the incomplete market of a shoe company that really nobody had bought in Under Armour and especially not for basketball, and he's – He's made Under Armour a top three basketball shoe now. They have you fallen know? off a little bit since that MVP season when he really, like those Curry twos and threes and one, like the yeah. one twos and threes really blew things out. Since then, it's calmed down a little bit, but like I said, he's kind of like yeah. what, kind of like what Allen Iverson did with like Reebok and Adidas and that sort of time. Like Exactly. You know? Exactly the same thing. Like, you know, he's brought them, they're above Adidas, they're behind only Jordan and LeBron's, well, well and Nike's, I should say. I think Adidas has caught back up recently, but it's still a conversation. It's a more, yeah, it's it's close. <laughs> I think with like the Dames and the Hards, there's just more to choose from with Adidas. So I think Adidas has passed. But like I said, the fact that Under Armour is in the conversation when they were a football brand, they still I mean, started in their garage up. in '96. So we're you know, <laughs> and, and they're quintessential with football, basically. Like that's been their yeah. mo since they started. So I mean, I, there's a lot about stuff that I love, but I I had to stick them at nine and not higher because. Like we mentioned before, with many of these players, they're still playing in their contracts. They're they're they not contract, but their resume, resume is unfinished. Yeah. So there's a lot to still be gained on this list from him. But I don't I don't know how much he'll further he'll move. But I will say my hot take on this is out of those teams, I put Kevin Durant ahead of Steph Curry all time personally. 
if we're well, that's another list. We'll do top fifty some other time when all we right, include. All right, all that's right. just my anyway. Go on ahead. Go ahead. We spent <laughs> enough time talking about your number nine player. Hey, look, I had to get it in there. Uh, probably one of the more controversial guys, but no, number eight, uh, Shaq. You know, you guys mentioned his four dominant years in L.A. Four dominant years, eighteen dominant nicknames. Um, I do also want to say he kind of he was a problem for MJ and those Bulls when he was with the Magic. I mean, he wasn't. It wasn't an easy. Hey, we can just go get these two rooks and get them out of the game real quick. It wasn't an easy, easy, easy win for the Bulls in the Eastern Conference. Well, the, his rookie years when they actually beat the because that was when MJ came back. Wasn't that their second year? No, that was their that was the year that they went to the finals. Because the oh, next, that's right. Because the, the next they year flipped the Bulls horse, horse Grant flipped the other way, and then the next year the Bulls swept them. Yeah, <laughs> when so, <Jordan. laughs> so when Horace Grant went the other way, yeah. And that's, that's I always forget when, which I, way. I get what you're saying, though. Like but, Shaq basically just walked in. They're like, all right, I'm a dominant force of nature against everyone besides Hakeem. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, that's just it. Shaq is – I mean, it, we talk about Dwight Howard's, you know, freakish abilities. Shaq was that first freak. He was incredibly massive and athletic, especially with those early years. And if he didn't get fat, he's probably the GOAT in that conversation yeah. as a GOAT. And I mean, probably has more rings, too. And and they talked about it in, uh, you know, when they did the special on, on um, the Magic where – you know, Penny and mm-hmm. Penny and, and Shaq and, and how, how they did an interview with MJ about, you know, matching up with Shaq one-on-one in these games, like, you know, in all-star games and stuff. And he's like, yeah, when he was younger, he was great. And then he got fat. And it's like, that just sums up Shaq's career. Is when he got fat, he became the most dominant center. But he was no longer that freakish athlete that could just completely dominate a game. I still say he was pretty athletic with the Lakers when he was that dominant. He was getting fat. Like, he had put on 20 pounds. Oh, he yeah. just wasn't flying. Like yeah, he, was he wasn't. But then when he gets fat with the heat and so on, then it's like, God damn it, just one Big Mac, not four. Yeah. And then you you probably have three more rings and a couple more MVPs. And and I think if, if you know, you get in shape, if you say if you see in shape Shaq throughout his career, I think his time in, in Miami, I think, isn't just one title. I don't, probably, he, I don't think he goes to Miami if he stays yeah, there. that's true. Because I think part of the reason was he got fat is why him and Kobe's riff started. And they don't lose that game to the – they don't lose that series to the Pistons if you get that 2001 prime – Flex and Shaq. Yeah, and, and that Kobe is a different monster that I will get into here shortly. And Anyway, we'll, we'll get moving Yeah, we'll get moving through that. So number seven, I couldn't decide where to put these two. Oh, so now you get a top 11 list. I'm changing the rules, boys. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I put these two together because literally without either side of this, you don't have either one of these players where they are. But they're both top in very important statistics. Number one in assists, number one in steals. Never going to be passed. I think it's safe to say John Stockton not going to ever pass those statistics because he had a guy named the mailman delivering these little layups and dunks on the other end of the the court every time that Stockton had an outlet. I'd like to change my list at number ten. I'd like Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Can I change? Can I change my list? I would like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen at one, and LeBron and Wade at two, please. With I, the side of Anthony Davis. I never said that you couldn't choose a duo. You, it is the top ten players, not the top ten whatever I can muster up in my head. I'm calling it Carl Malone as your seventh, moving on to number six. No, man, seriously, I think this is more Stockton than it is Malone, really. And number six is Stockton is probably the second best point guard ever, if I had to guess, depending on how the rest of your list is going to go. Ah, no, you you like, the rest of my list needs to say where they are. This is why I had this problem. Nope, number six is Stockton, moving Oscar on. Oscar Robertson is the fourth best point guard in the, in the NBA? N- no. Oscar Robertson would be the third best point guard. Well, that's so... Stockton, but you got Steph, Stockton, and Oscar. You have, don't you have one person? Curry. Ahead? I thought you had one person ahead of these guys. You said that was a point guard. I, I mean, okay, you yeah. Know, I guess he's technically magic. a point guard, but he's not a point guard. Though, let's get through your list. We'll now, get right? to him in a minute. Okay, Stock- let me finish the Stockton no. and Malone comment. No. Stockton is seven. Moving on. No, Stockton and Malone. They deserve <laughs> it. What they both did together, they were literally only beat by the goat. Him, well, one of the goats. Depending on which side of the argument you follow. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, no, <laughs> Miss me with your ish over there. <laughs> he was I, only I, defeated I really by MJ, this. okay? Like, these guys would be be on a different level if it wasn't for MJ. I think we can all agree that they would have at least two titles if MJ isn't, isn't involved. I'd like to change my answer to if Dwayne Wade had fully functioning knees, the Heat would have six titles. And then LeBron and, and Wade would each be goats as it is. But fine, moving on from your cheating of the system again. All right, so number seven is Stockton I, I, Malone. I, I do. Oh. Oh, go ahead. No, I, no. I like that pick. I, I think those two, those two are, like, in my opinion, greatest NBA players to never have a ring. 
And that was one of the reasons I kept him off my list, is that never winning a chip is really, really hard. With all these guys that have chips, it's hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, let's put him on. If we had but the top, we were doing top duos of all time, this wouldn't be so bad. But seeing as top players and you tried to mold two people into one that aren't even <laughs> relatively similarly built. I, they don't need to be molded. They had the same brain. Are you kidding me? Like, no, they didn't because Carl Malone's brain is not safe for humankind outside of basketball, and that has been proven. Okay, that and man. And John Stockton is a leader and a man amongst men. Kind of a dick, too, but, yeah, not the point. (laughs) A little bit of a dick compared to Carl Malone. Look, okay, just because one's a Trump Stein and one's a dick doesn't mean, actually, they are exactly the same. Look at that. (laughs) Anyways, Carl Malone. Carl Malone's skeletons are, that's not just a closet full of skeletons. That's a nice, that's a a brink structure. Just because he kills people doesn't mean anything, man. All right, Louisiana people do things differently. They, we just don't judge them. Your Utah bias is out of control. As a Kings fan, this is the <laughs> ultimate thing I can do to show respect to an athlete. And this is why I say you disrespected Kobe because I'll get to him in a minute. And I hated that man. Moving anyway. Is it going to be Kobe, Shaq? Uh, who else we put in with Kobe? Um, I think we could yeah, throw Pau Gasol. I think we could do Pau Gasol and, pre- <laughs> and early Lamar Odom too. I hate you guys. You started this. Ooh, I like that. That's a good, that's a good player. That, that's a heck of a player. I mean, could you imagine Steph, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green? That's got to be top five. Neither one. Dude, that, that, that might be go, man. That's, that's good. Neither one was top number one at steals and assists. And then the other one was top two in points in his career when he retired. So yeah. we could just combine. Look, man, I'm just saying, like, you can't have one without the other. It's like eating an ice cream without a cone. All right, well, I'll put Kareem and Magic together since Kareem's the all-time scorer. Have you never had ice in the cream top in a cup? And it's like eating ice cream without a cup. You can't just take the ice cream and not eat it. You can't eat just the ice cream at that point. You have to have some instrument to get the ice cream to your mouth. Have you ever seen Encino Man? You can eat that ish right out of the machine. And that's still not going to change the taste of it. You just can get a lot of judgment. Damn it. Okay, all right. <laughs> Moving on because this is getting ridiculous. You guys are killing me here. <laughs> You're killing Anyways. Us. You're killing our viewer. Our viewers are going to love this ish. All two of them are upset with you right now. Look, Go man. On. Moving forward. No, keep going. Number six, Larry Legend. Uh, yeah, I don't think I need to say anything more than DJ said about him. He's just that Larry dude. Legend. Yeah, just that dude. Uh, number five, I do have Magic ahead of Larry. Just personal opinion. I like that all-around ability that Magic showed. Um, tomato, tomato. Yeah, apples, oranges. One, or, well, in this case, 5A, 5B. I have nothing to argue. I have basically the same reasoning. Like, All right. Number four, Kareem. Uh, yes, Skyhook. Un- ungodly amounts of ability. Just good luck stopping the man. Um, number three, Kobe being Bryant. Because, well, greatest scorer of all time, greatest Laker, who is the greatest, the Lakers are the greatest franchise at this point. We agree with you on this one. He is the greatest Laker of all time. So, in my opinion, Kobe being Bryant, number three, best scorer of all time. Uh, just the man was a, I don't know he was the best of MJ mixed with the best of what I see from LeBron I will say what I would have liked to have Kobe higher is he needed some more regular season MVPs even though we all know he got shafted out of one of them for sure oh yeah he I think if he could add two yeah. maybe three just the way these lists in the NBA works that would help and you needed another finals MVP two without Shaq is great but it'd be nice if you get three just so you could have three with and three without him sucks when we talked about Shaq being so freaking dumb you joked about you adding Stockton and Malone together to make a go list. Yeah, I mean, we, if put, I, we put Kobe and Shaq together. It's not even close. No, yeah, they're number one. Yeah, easy. And but, it's not even like it's not even fun to talk about. No, and that's just that's just it. I mean, I literally look at this, and I, to me, Kobe is second only to MJ in the ultimate competition guy. Like he's 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 the guy that would go out in an All Star game just to embarrass the other all-stars to prove that he is the best all-star. I am that guy. Get out of my way. He says, I, you know what, LeBron, I know you're going to shoot it when you go left because you always do. I'm going to block that shot. When you go right, I'm going to pick your pockets. Yeah, and he's the only guy I've seen actually really compete in an all-star game the level he competes. He, it's like to him, it's like a regular season game. I will say Giannis has look, did a little bit of that. Yeah. In the I was like, too, but I'm like, I watched Giannis jump over a lane down Steph Curry to dunk a ball, a basketball. To be fair, we all kind of want to jump over. To, to be fair, it doesn't matter if Steph Curry was laying down or standing up. He's the same height. <laughs> By Giannis' <laughs> standards, it's the same speed bump. So, I mean, one way or the other, Giannis is going to dunk the ball. It's just either going to be leaning or standing straight up. There will be no there will be no Kobe slander here. We agree. I like him. He's on this top ten list for all of us. No ifs, ands, or yeah. thoughts. We 
You put a little more. You I put just, a little I, more I, into it because the greatest Laker of the NBA is what kind of and, sounds like it stood out for you. Yeah, for me, I mean, he was just. You think Lakers, and I, I can't think of a better person to personify Lakers other than Kobe. I mean, you're talking about a guy who wore two numbers, and during the duration of both numbers, he had two separate Hall of Fame careers. Yeah, exactly. They're two. I mean, yeah. you take those. That's two players in the Hall of Fame that you just are like. Oh fuck! That by themselves would probably be top twenty players. And don't like we're not gonna have any negative yeah. on Kobe. Kareem, reason he's so. ahead of him for me is that includes his Bucks years. Ah, okay, and, all right. And Magic, I I love Magic. I think he's a slightly better player, but as far as greatness with the Lakers, that's where Kobe. Kobe's the greatest Laker. You and I agree on that one. Yeah, and and, and you know, uh, yeah, I totally. It's a totally agree with you on that. Um, Kobe, greatest Laker. And, like, one of my biggest things with Kobe that I'm always, like, super interesting about is how much he changed his game. Like, when he was number eight, a lot of dunks, a lot of stuff. And then, 24, he started shooting threes, making a lot of threes. And, like, had changed his game to, to work better with the players that were around him. And just, just he was a monster. Yeah. We'll say number eight was so fun, so athletically gifted, so dominant. Number 24 is the best scorer we've ever seen, in oh, my, yeah. my humble opinion. Like, I think early 24. I think eight, early 24. 24 is the most ruthless player we've ever seen, too. I think he would just take advantage of any little little minute thing. He would beat that until you fixed it, and that's just it. Number eight was a lot more, well, I could kind of beat you with my athleticism. So. We talked about this in our GOAT episode, like the way MJ was a teammate where that couldn't really get away in today's game. We kind of saw that with Kobe a little bit, unfortunately, too. Like when they, they try to recruit free agents, he's coming dripping in sweat like, do you want to win or what? And then people are like, well, no, you're hurting my sensitive feelings. And then yeah. Kobe's like, I don't need your feelings. I'm going to go catch this title without you. I'm going to get 16 rebounds in game seven against the damn Celtics. Yeah, and by the way, by, I'm going to tear my Achilles and rip it in half and then go hit the free throws and then tell them, no, I'm good. I don't want to come out. And he's literally forced to come out and have a ruptured Achilles taken care of. Like In a season that he was averaging 29 points and shooting, I think it was 48%, which was his highest because he's a high-volume shooter. You're not going to shoot a high percentage on that one. So yeah. That, that was arguably his be- one of his best seasons ever, too, in the, like year 14, 15. It was one of his latest. And if it wasn't for that Achilles rupture, he's probably in this GOAT conversation, honestly, because that mm-hmm. team still made the playoffs after. They probably might not win another ring, but you never know with Kobe. That's the yeah, thing. You with, just never know. Yeah. With Kobe, you know, we talked about it in our GOAT episode with, with LeBron and how he elevates his teammates to another level. Kobe's competitiveness, in, in, in much the way LeBron, like MJ was a comp- competitor, but in a different fashion, like Kobe was able to – he was in Rub his competitiveness off on his teammates, but in a still aggressive manner. It's, it's it's the craziest thing that if you can combine what LeBron does to his teammates and what MJ did to his teammates, you get Kobe. For better and for worse. Unfortunately, yeah. I think he took a little more yeah. of the negatives from both of them as well, too. Like, if you didn't have a little dog inside you, you weren't going to work with Kobe, which is what we yeah. saw with a lot of players I won't really. But you look at Pau Gasol. Pau Gasol is a gangster. Those two are bros, I mean. Oh, Pau Gasol is... is I mean, you see it now. I mean, after you know, after everything that happened with you know the passing away of Kobe and and, y- and Gianna, and now Powell's there taking care of, and you he, know the and, children. And, and his daughter's middle name is Gianna now too, if I'm not mistaken. His most recent yeah. one. Like you see, he and Andrew Bynum when Andrew Bynum was still hungry and not breaking his knees in cars and stuff. Lamar Odom when Lamar Odom, as we can tell, is not always the most 100. percent Sometimes he has his own demons, but Kobe's able to bring him with. Better world peace. I mean, just better. No, what more do I need to say about better world peace? I mean, yeah, the dude. I mean, and he he caught he caught Ron Artest at the at that weird time between Ron Artest and Meta, exactly, <laughs> and, and had him hit a arguably a walk off shot in the final so and win. Yeah, and a guy that by the way, Ron Artest was going down from being a superstar with the Kings down to a role player at that point in time in his career where he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just here. Playing defense. You gave him hungry, Shaq, and that I don't mean like literally hungry. I meant hungry for chips and dominance, not hungry for Big Macs. And look what they accomplished. Like, yeah. if you give Kobe some yeah, dogs, Shaq's could, always hungry for chips. Exactly. Like, if you give Kobe some look, dogs, sun chips don't count. Kobe can transform dogs <laughs> into into world champions. Yeah. He just can't transform everyday regular players into to the finals like LeBron could do with a generic shooter. Kobe's Kobe's gonna be like. Nah, I got this. You just stay over there. You're, yeah. You don't want this. If Kobe had a little bit of, I, I won't, I, I'll say compassion. Maybe is a bit, is a, was a way to put it. empathy when it came to the basketball player. I think him and Dwight Howard would have worked out a lot better. 
But I think I, Steve Steve Nash coming over at the same time kind of hurt because Steve Nash was still a dog, but he was broken. He was the broken dog. Like you couldn't really fix him at that point because he was just so injured. He had a shattered spine basically, and yeah. then Dwight Howard had a shattered everything. Like it was and pa- it was him and Pau Gasol still just with less pieces around him and older, yeah. which is why Kobe was looking so good. He's like, I'll do this. I don't need you guys. Exactly. So that's why I have Kobe at number three. I mean, we, every, we I think we can do a whole episode on Kobe alone, and I'm pretty this, sure we have. I think done we it. just. I think this is a Kobe and Steph episode. <laughs> So, so let's just get going because so, I think we're starting to take a little too much time here. So, yeah, and number two, obviously, you got LeBron, uh, number one, MJ. Uh, I don't think we need to say much more about that. So I think for all of us, we – yeah. Did I, get that right? Did I say number two, LeBron, number one, MJ? Yeah, you spoke with your heart on that one. So. God, I, I, you know what? It, we'll just leave it because at this point, like I said – if we're just going purely off of basketball, oh, okay, we're 51, 49. Anyways. Anyway, so there's the top 10 list. A few, few variety, a little, a lot of similar players, but a little bit of variety here. Some of us have a top 11 list, whatever you want to say about it. But Really? Really? We're going to go there? It's blatantly obvious. It took literally one-eighth of this episode just to figure hey, out what that was. you know what? It added some flavor. I'm here to provide flavor in your guys' lives. I'm so sorry to everybody who had to hear this. Devin, do you have any last words before we completely end this abomination? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna. And he was a like, sprinting champion. Like, Will can just be a freak yeah. in any era whatsoever just by jumping over. He'd be yeah. DeAndre Jordan at worst in today's. Like, his absolute floor yeah. would be DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. So, yeah. He's just a freak. And he, he's one of those few players from way back, Bill Russell. Like, I would want to see Bill Russell play in today's game. I want to see Will Chamberlain play in today's game with his athletic ability. I just. That, that would be. I wouldn't have made my top 10 list, but he's one of those. That was there, and really just, but athletic ability is insane. That that's a, he's pretty freaky. I agree with you. That could be pretty cool. But that probably does it for this episode. This has been a fun one. We got plenty more. Thank you guys for joining us again too. This was a fun one. Absolutely, yeah. And as always, join us every Thursday on the Unhinged Network. And if you have any questions, be sure to hit up our social media accounts. We're always available. We'll always answer back. But until next time, guys. Thank you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.